Molecular Biology and Evolution of Cancer From Discovery to Action Jason Somarelli Jeffrey Townsend From Duke University Medical Center, Durham, North Carolina And Yale University, USA Molecular Biology and Evolution 2019 Abstract Cancer progression is an evolutionary process during this process, evolving cancer cell populations encounter restrictive ecological niches within the body, such as the primary tumor, circulating system, and diverse metastatic sites. Efforts to prevent or delay cancer evolution and progression require a deep understanding of the underlying molecular evolutionary process. Herein, we discuss a suite of concepts and tools from evolutionary and ecological theory that can inform cancer biology in new and meaningful ways. We also highlight current challenges to applying these concepts and propose ways in which incorporating these concepts could identify new therapeutic modes and vulnerabilities in cancer. The vast majority of cancer-related deaths occur in the context of metastatic spread of therapy-resistant cell lineages and the progression from normal tissue to a localized treatment-responsive metastatic and therapy-resistant disease is fundamentally an evolutionary process. During this process, a diverse population of cancer cells is subject to selective forces encountered within the tissue ecology of the body. Restrictions on space, nutrients, oxygen and other microenvironmental factors all select on clonal molecular variants within the primary tumor. These microenvironmental conditions can also induce a migratory and invasive phenotype that promotes tumor cell dissemination and subsequent metastatic diversification in novel environments. In addition to the environments encountered within the primary metastatic niche, therapy also imposes an intense selective pressure on cancer cells sometimes focused on individual genes or gene domains and often leads to rapid emergence of therapy-resistant subclones. Why the population diversity is subject to selective forces is most often associated with genetic diversity. Other factors also can create phenotypic diversity within a cancer cell population. These factors include DNA and histone modification, transcriptional and post-transcriptional regulation, and transcriptional noise. Selection acts on phenotypes, not directly on genotypes, and the phenotype conferred by a genotype can be highly context-dependent. Thus, no matter the source of epigenetic and transcriptional diversity, it is the overall phenotypic behavior of the cell that determines its persistence and fate in a cell population. Critically important phenotypes of cancer have been categorized as cancer hallmarks, an assortment of phenotypic traits in common across nearly all cancers. These hallmarks of cancer include genomic instability and mutation, sustained proliferative signaling, evading growth suppressors, enabling replicative immortality, resisting cell death, inducing androgenesis, deregulating cellular energetics, tumor-promoting inflammation, avoiding immune destruction, and activating invasion and metastasis. 
An instructive parallel can be drawn between the convergent evolution in cancer phenotypes towards cancer hallmarks and the phenotypic convergence observed in cave-adapted fish. The diversity of cave-adapted fish throughout the world is the result of dozens of independent evolution habitat transitions by lineages that span the teleos tree of life. Nevertheless, virtually all obligate caverfish species have converged upon similar phenotypic hallmarks that provide adaptive advantages in cave environments, a pattern of convergence that is remarkable considering these fishes span divergences that in some cases exceed the origin of mammals. Like cave fish, many cancer types are extremely genetically diverse, but they also converge under intense selective pressure upon certain hallmarks that enable their survival. The phenotypic convergence under the hallmarks of cancer observed across cancer types can be associated with molecular convergence as well. Sequencing has revealed common driver mutations in the same oncogene or tumors suppressed across different cancers. Common mutations in the TP53 DNA binding domain, KRS G12 and G13, and domains of EGFR and PIK3CA are reached across both individual patients and multiple cancer types. Convergences such as these manifest as oncogenic hotspots and tumor suppressors with high mutation loads, molecular evidence and the intense but context-dependent selective pressures of cancer cell lineages within tissues and growing tumors. Integrating evolutionary paradigms into cancer research. Understanding cancer from the lens of evolutionary theory is essential to fully comprehend cancer's behavior Herein, we present a perspective on cancer and evolution that resulted from discussion during SMBE-sponsored satellite meeting on the molecular biology and evolution of cancer. We highlight below fields of study in which evolutionary biology and cancer research naturally intersect and present a summary of potential solutions to some of the most pressing questions related to cancer and evolution. Cross-species analysis of cancer reveals new insights. The study of naturally occurring cancer cross-species provides a unique perspective on cancer biology. A core clinical and molecular similarities between cancer cross-species have supported the long-standing use of animals with spontaneous occurring cancers to better understand mechanistic drivers of tumors. In small animal patients such as dogs, the similarities of to humans in disease presentation response to treatment and the development of drug resistance and metastasis provides an opportunity to interrogate points of therapeutic intervention and generate a through preclinical assessment of novel treatments. To optimize future comparative efforts, significant energy has been placed in characterizing the genomic landscape of multiple canine cancers. Notably, while many canine cancers exhibit a similar genomic landscape to the human counterparts, novel features of the disease in dogs may also help explain some of the differences in behavior of these diseases between species.
For example, recent characterization of the genomic landscape of osteosarcoma in pet dogs revealed a similar mutation burden and complex spectrum of structural aberrations to that recognized in pediatric human osteosarcoma. However, Unique features of osteosarcoma in dogs, such as mutations in the epigenetic regulator SETD2 and lesions in DMD, the gene encoding dystrophin, may help explain the more aggressive disease biology recognized in canine osteosarcoma. These canine specific molecular alterations may inform on the biology of aggressive disease or pinpoint a unique molecular subtype of aggressive human osteosarcoma. Additional examples of canine cancers with shared disease biology in people include diffuse large B-cell lymphoma and leukemias, urethral carcinomas and soft tissue sarcomas, amongst others. For example, wall exome sequencing and RNA sequencing of golden retrievers with Hemangiosarcoma revealed similar aberrations in genes and signaling pathways. These efforts often leverage the extensive tracts of linkage disequilibrium within breeds of dogs driven by selective inbreeding to map molecular variants that predispose them to cancer. Across mammalian species, incidences of cancer are highly heterogeneous. For example, while cancer is the most common cause of death in dogs over 10 years of age, with many cancers observed at a higher incidence in dogs compared with people, other mammals such as naked mole rats and elephants are recognized to have a lower incidence of cancer. Nevertheless, comparative investigations of cancer between species are still limited. However, emerging studies are shedding light on the mechanisms of cancer protection in some species. Investigations of elephant genomes revealed copy number gains in the tumor suppressor TP53, a discovery that has since guided comparative research efforts to interrogate the role of tumor suppressor genes. Additionally, animals living under unprotected conditions represent a potential boon of model systems to investigators. These animals are far more likely to reach ages where cancers are much more common and in some cases can also experience more exposures than enhance cancer risk. By leveraging the unique features of cancer across multiple species, we have an unprecedented opportunity to advance future comparative and transnational research efforts, thereby improving both our understanding of cancer biology and clinical outcomes for all patients. Phylogenetic evolution of tumor progression and metastases. Given the fundamental importance of evolutionary paradigms in cancer, tools and concepts designed to study evolutionary relationships are well suited to studies of cancer evolution. For example, incorporating molecular phylogenetic frameworks has led to improvements in imputation of missing base cores in single-cell sequencing data and prediction of subclonal architecture from bulk sequencing data. Studies applying low-pass wall genome sequencing to circulating tumor DNA have demonstrated the feasibility to, of applying phylogenetic tools and evolutionary principles to track clonal dynamics during the evolution of chemotherapy resistance. 
wall genome and wall exome sequences can be used with slight modifications of classical methods of phylogenetic inference to reconstruct chronograms of cancer evolution. Furthermore, analysis of ancestral states can be highly informative regarding the sequence of events underlying tumorigenesis, metastasis, and evolution of resistance. Superposition of these temporary granal investigations of the molecular evolution of cancer with patient clinical information provides tremendous insights into the biological and clinical time course of cancer yielding patient-specific cancer histories and common trajectories of specific cancer types. Continuing developments of tools grounded in evolutionary principles, coupled with further innovations in sequencing technologies, may help stratify patients for clinical trials and or identify new actionable targets for therapeutic intervention. One area with intense research activity has been the estimation of chronicle history and concomitant inference of selection using variant frequency data from tumor sequencing and enterprise made specially challenging by cancer special molecular characteristics, clonal growth and competition, loss of heterozygosity, rampant company number variation and epigenetic effects. Extensive research is needed to adapt and develop molecular phylogenetic methods well suited for analyzing extensive tumor variation that can be much more complex than sequence variation in the analysis of natural populations and species. Leveraging evolutionary fitness landscapes in cancer just as fitness represents the ability of an organism to survive and create genetically related offsprings, it can also present such competitive ability for cell lineages within an individual. Recognition of evolutionary selection as a metric of cancer derived genes relative importance led to the calculation of scaled selection coefficients as a means of ranking the effects of cancer drivers. However, the fitness of a phenotype conferred by these variants is determined not only just by their genotype but also by resource availability and epistatic interactions. Therefore, fitness landscapes can shift when resource availability or the environment change to favour a subpopulation that is, by chance, better adapted to those new conditions. In the context of cancer, resources and environments are ever-changing. One key driver of these dynamic environments is age. Inflammatory metabolic and mitochondria functions change dramatically in older individuals. A mutation accumulation with age is expected to drive declines in cell renewal potential in tissues, particularly those with high turnover. These age-related changes in tissue architecture and function can alter the selective regime operating on stem or other progenitor cells. Demonstrated that aging-associated increases in inflammation reduce the fitness of B progenitor cells, promoting selection for progenitors with oncogenic mutations that restored their fitness and leading to increased leukemias. As a malignancy expands, 
it creates additional microenvironmental hurdles. They increase selection for adaptive genetic phenotypic changes, some of which engender specific cancer hallmarks. Therefore, studies of gene bioenvironment regulation in devolution across tissue and tumor microenvironments could form a basis for novel approaches to reduce cancer initiation and progression. Although changing environment conditions clearly alter tissue and tumor fitness landscapes, the phenotypic plasticity for cancer cells can also provide cells with a fitness advantage. For example, using a zebrafish metastasis model of melanoma, Heilman and others observed that disseminated melanoma cells were unpigmented, but the metastatic colonies became differentiated and gained pigmentation once colonies were established. This observation is reminiscent of the epithelial mesenchymal plasticity observed during metastatic dissemination and colonization in other solid tumors. For many epithelial-derived tumors, a subset of cells undergo a phenotypic transition, from epithelial-like to mesenchymal-like. These epithelial-mesenchymal translation enable cells to migrate, invade and disseminate. However, they increase invasive behavior as mesenchymal-like cell becomes at a cost. Cells that have undergone epithelial-mesenchymal transition often slow or stop their proliferation through cell cycle rest. Subsequent to seeding in a new environment, though these mesenchymal-like cells can revert back to an epithelial-like phenotype, which reawakens proliferative capacity and enables cells to colonize. This phenotypic plasticity broadens the environment conditions available to the cell and increases the cell's overall fitness under varying resources and environments. There are clear commonalities in fitness landscapes within and across individuals that have been demonstrated by the recurrent selection for a somewhat limited set of oncogenic mutations, particularly for the same cancer type, across many individuals. Inter-individual variability in the tissue microenvironment and phenotypic plasticity of individual cells make it challenging to discover how cell lineages converge on fitness optima. Recurrent mutations often occur on the trunk of a clonal phylogenic tree, indicating strong selection for a subset of oncogenic mutations early in cancer progression. This strong selection is also indicated by the association between the prevalence of observed mutations, the pathogenicity of those mutations and the amplitude of mutations' functional impact on proteins and pathways. To connect prevalence to the landscape of differential fitness effects of new mutations require accounting for the natural variability mutation rates at the all scales throughout the genome and between different tissue types. The relative heights of the peaks in the fitness landscape of tumorogenesis may be leveraged in a clinical setting as the peaks of the fitness landscape correspond to relative increases in division and survival potential of cancer cells and thus directly inform decision-making about clinical trials and the potential of cancer cell adaptation to novel putative therapies. 
Evolutionary Genomics of Cancer. Advances in sequencing technologies and analyses have continued to illuminate the dynamics of evolutionary processes in cancer. Exome sequencing revealed not only substantial inter-patient somatic genetic diversity with greater patient sampling, but also remarkably intertumoral heterogeneity that can be followed by disseminated metastatic diversity. Subsequent studies have illustrated the evolutionary dynamics at play during the emergency of therapy resistance, as well as the role of non-genetic reprogramming of stromal compartments as contributors to therapy resistance. For example, used machine learning to identify a series of helper genes that work together with cancer driver genes to promote esophageal cancer. These helper driver networks converged toward the perturbation of molecular processes with well-known rules in cancer, such as intracellular signaling and cell cycle progression. The perturbation of similar processes is therefore recurrent in highly heterogeneous cancers, further supporting the importance of convergent evolution in cancer. Discovery to Action – Adopting Evolutionary Approaches to Treat Cancer From the selection of specific life history traits that protect organisms from cancer to the evolution of therapy-resistant and pro-metastatic disease states within a tumour, it is clear that the initiation, persistence and progression of cancer is deeply rooted in molecular evolution. In exploring the connections between cancer and evolution, we asked how we can 1. Use our understanding of molecular evolution to inform cancer discovery. 2. Build molecular evolutionary methods of cancer's special characters. 3. Better understand the relations between the hallmarks of cancer and cancer fitness landscapes and 4. Facilitate collaboration and communication between diverse areas of research. Potential solutions to each of these challenges highlight the need for a more expensive toolkit to integrate established evolutionary paradigms into existing cancer research activities as well as communication across evolutionary and clinical disciplines. Evolutionary and ecological paradigms help expand the cancer research toolkit. A key concept underlying organismal evolution is the idea that environment shapes both phenotypes and the fitness values of phenotypes, leading to a fitness landscape. Likewise, cancer fitness landscapes can recapitulate and model the progression of cancer and the acquisition of its hallmarks. Application of fitness landscapes to cancer evolution requires an understanding of temporary changes in normal and cancerogenous tissues, in part because mutation order is a critical determinant of cancer evolution, and fitness landscapes change with age and insult. Multi-regional and temporal sampling and sequencing of tumors and cells will continue to be an essential resource, enabling comprehensive monitoring of the evolutionary process underlying cancer progression. Liquid biopsies, for example, provide a non-invasive method of periodically sampling the cancer genomes within a patient, including those from tumors located in multiple regions of the body. 
integration of longitudinal sampling with liquid biopsies, evolutionary genomics, and comparative oncology can be performed by leveraging other organisms when sampling from humans is challenging. Pet dogs acquire naturally occurring cancers. They of shorter lifespan enable time and cost-effective data collection, and their cancers exhibit considerable biologically similarly to those of their human counterparts. At the same time, multiple model systems that can reproducibly and quantitatively demonstrate intratumoral evolution in response to treatment, patient-derived xenografts can help distinguish patterns indicating selection from stochastic evolution across such multi-sample studies. These paradigms from ecology and evolutionary biology may ultimately become essential to effective medical decision-making. Cross-disciplinary communication to fuel discovery and innovation. Evolutionary paradigms are already well established for evolving populations of organisms and microorganisms. Because of the role of evolution in tumorigenesis, these paradigms are an invaluable resource for application to the better understanding of cancer origination, development, and biology. For example, metastasis can be studied through the lens of movement ecology which describes how external pressures in an organism's environment combined with the organism's intrinsic motivations and abilities ultimately influence migration. Fitness of neoplastic cells can be understood within the framework of life history theory which suggests that limited resources necessitate trade-offs in energy allocation to functions such as growth, maintenance and reproduction. Conceptual parallels between organismal and cancer evolution suggest that phylogenetic methods and tools can be adapted to study cancer from a genetic and ecological perspective. Cancer can likewise be exploited as a molecular model to better understand fundamental evolutionary paradigms. Increased connection and communication between evolutionary ecologists, cancer biologists and clinicians has enormous potential to make a positive impact on our understanding of cancer and ultimately reveal novel approaches to help prolong and improve the lives of cancer patients. Thank you for listening.